0: mvl is brought to you in part by dynamic Dual high five and co care center we'd like to thank our sponsors putnam county savings bank and mayo pack rotary thank you and please support the official release hey everyone it's sean
1: hey this is ryan hello my name is evan
0: what's up people this is chris i am your co-host rodney and welcome to the million volt league podcast let's get struck MVL the, the, the Million Volt
2: League podcast. Hello, people. My name is Chris, and today I will be talking about The Walking Dead. Now, basically, what The Walking Dead is is that it's a show centered around people in the zombie apocalypse, which is which is basically showing how they're adapting to the apocalypse. And like how they're surviving, and they meet certain people that they don't know if they can trust. So it just finished its eighth season right now. It's going on to season nine, and I don't really know what's gonna happen in season nine, so we'll just have to wait to see what happens. MVL. Hello, everyone. It's Gartag here, and today I'm going to be discussing video games. Are they art or are they not art? Now, art is very subjective. You take a trip to a modern art museum and some people might say, This is just a weirdly shaped piece of bent metal. Or this is just some glass on the floor. What is the meaning of this? Even something as simple as Glass in the Four may have some symbolic meaning or may leave the observer curious as to what is the meaning behind this? Art usually is either pretty to look at or it has a deeper emotional or philosophical value. Now, of course, you have some video games like Grand Theft Auto where you just go around, shoot stuff, steal cars... And just generally do whatever you want. But then you take a look at certain other indie games, which are developed by independent developers. Like, for example, One Shot. It's a game where you play as this, this little cat-like person. And they are the messiah, the chosen one, brought into a dying world. Their son has gone out and the messiah came into the world holding the new sun even though they are just a young child about 6 7 12 years old they are going to save and renew the world from the brink of brink of death and you tra- travel all the way up to the top of the tower where the sun is the messiah is from another another world But we'll be able to return home once the sun is renewed. However, the player has been deceived because unfortunately, you are left with a grim decision. Do you replace the sun forsaking your own existence or do you leave an entire world in darkness to go home? The game is not about shooting things, hurting people. It's about A journey of a young child put in the shoes of a messiah, the savior of an entire world. This decision will lead to one of two endings, and neither of them is strictly good or bad. It's more of an evaluation of what you think is the best. And that's an example of a video game being art.
0: MVL. So recently, E3, out of all the trailers and games, Nintendo had the most hype with the announcement of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch, expected to be released December 7th, 2018. In my opinion, Sakurai and his team did a great job of bringing back all the characters from the first four previous games, from the Nintendo 64 to the Wii U for one epic crossover from every game possible made by Nintendo.
2: I, too, am very excited for Smash Brothers U- Ultimate Uh, my first experience with Smash was at a friend's house playing uh, Brawl, Super Smash Bros. Brawl on the Wii. And, of course, since since then I've played Smash 4 on the 3DS, and I've had my fair share of rage quits, and it has been aggravating at times, triumphant at times, but overall... I think we can all agree that, in the end, it is pretty fun. So, I know that some people are very excited about Ridley from Metroid being in Smash. They've been
0: asking and waiting for a long time. A lot of the reason why people were excited for Ridley was, but he's a character that's been requested for quite some time, and he was supposed to be in Smash Four, but they never dropped him. And- Despite how big he is, they managed to fit him into the game, and they managed to give him a really good moveset from what we saw in the trailer so far. Has anyone here ever played any of the other Smash Bros. games before this one was announced?
3: Yeah. Yes. Oh, go ahead. I, I want to ask you a question, too. What do you think, what characters you think are gonna, are the new, what new characters you think that would be good playing, in your opinion?
0: <sighs> Personally, in my opinion, all the characters are good. For the fact that we get back all the characters at once in the same game and none of them are DLC, I really get to experiment because my first experience was with Melee back when I was early in my childhood. But I managed to play all of them in my time. My personal favorite is Smash 4 because I played that game competitively, especially with the sword characters such as Marth, Shulk, and Cloud, who's DLC. But now he's a free character, so I get to experiment with him, as well as the other characters. But one of the things is... The starting roster is from the very first game. You only get eight characters, and as time goes on, you get the rest of the characters. So I don't really have a favorite to choose from. I'm going to try them all out after I unlock them, of course. Alright,
3: uh, so how about you? Um, so what about you? What do you think about the new characters and who you going to pick? Play? Well,
2: I surely feel that. 64 plus characters is a lot. And, of course, I have my personal favorites, such as Lucario... And I'm just eager to see if and how they have changed, who's going to be returning from the previous games, who's going to be left out, who we will not see coming until release, mm. and who may inevitably turn up in in the possibility for a DLC release.
1: So has anybody, I mean, I know the kids really know, but i I'm looking forward to Smash Bros. for the Nintendo Switch. Does anyone here have a Nintendo Switch?
0: Um, no, and I always had intent to get a Nintendo Switch, but after seeing the trailer for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I have big plans to blow my money on that.
1: Well, I mean, it's a really good, like, console, because it's like console games, but you get them on a mobile device, basically. It's still technically a console, but... Doesn't take long to set up, honestly, if you know what your usernames, passwords, and parental controls are going to be. ARMS for the Nintendo Switch is really good, too. I admire that game very much so. But it, if you do Grand Prix, really hard sometimes, because you're doing like other kinds of matches that can be really hard, other than just fighting.
0: And I think one of the great things about the Nintendo Switch is the portability of it. They attempted to do the same thing with the Wii U, but you needed to have the main console on at all times, and you needed to be nearby, not to mention you have to put the disc in the console. So if you were too far away, you couldn't really play the game, but it was nice to have the controller on you, and I'm glad that they finally perfected that with the Nintendo Switch. And we'll see what other ideas they come up with with the Switch, or if they're a newer console, if they ever decide to make one.
3: What do you think about Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go? Which was your favorite? Which one is your favorite?
0: Well, if I had to pick a favorite, I really can't. I didn't see too much of the original Teen Titans, but I do know that a lot of people were unsatisfied with the ending that it got and that we're supposed to get a season six. Now, according to a lot of articles that I read, they're supposedly going to release season six of Teen Titans if the Teen Titans go to the movie special gets enough revenue, which is interesting. I'm not sure why they decided to do this. They should just drop season six for the fans, but... They wanted to see how many people would go to see the Teen Titans Go movie in order for them to release the continuation of the original Teen Titans. I have no idea
2: about the original Teen Titans on Cartoon Network. I have not seen a large portion of it, let alone any of it. Teen Titans Go, I feel, it just feels like it's more for... Children and not
0: for like diehard fans of Teen Titans. Exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I completely agree with that. Teen Titans Go is a parody true to the word. It takes none of the story from the original and just uses it for the sake of comedy and entertainment.
1: Honestly, the regular Teen Titans is by far better than Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go, like you said, Messiah, has nothing to do with the story of the original Teen Titans. I can't believe that most of the people that are little, like, younger kids, they do go for the um, um, Teen Titans Go, but I honestly feel like that is just a huge ripoff that has nothing to do with the original Teen Titans Go. I mean, the original Teen Titans. (coughs) That's all I have to say for now.
0: Well, apart from branding, there was one special that Teen Titans Go! had where they had the opportunity to expand on this amazing world they created. Do you remember the episode special, The Night Begins to Shine, where they entered into an alternate universe with the music? I personally liked that, and the change of art style was pretty interesting. I wish they did more episodes like that, but sadly, they stuck to the comedy side of things, and I can see why. It makes great profits for them, but if they continued more with the story, the show would have had a much better reputation.
1: There is some okay shows, but there's some really trashy shows. Um,
0: Have you seen Craig of the Creek yet? That show was recent.
1: I do. That's like that's like death for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, right?
0: It's the truth, though.
3: Oh, my! My favorite has to be. Scooby-Doo, all of that. They stopped airing it on Cartoon Network. They do it on Boomerang, I think. Yeah, they stopped, they stopped airing it on Cartoon Network and put it on Boomerang.
0: Uh Which one? Because there were three versions. There was yeah. the mystery one, the funny yeah. one, and then the weird one they did in
3: 2003. Mystery that Inc., the I hate. It's <laughs> the worst. How worst could they you? Out.
0: I, Mi- I have mixed it. feelings about Mystery Inc., to be honest.
3: like I like some parts, like some episodes of it, but I hate. I love the uh, I love, I loved uh, like the mystery, like uh, so we Do Mystery, or not Mystery Inc., but like just the mystery, like so we Do Where Are You? That series. The original. Yeah, because I love the yeah. 2D in it, I just loved it. It was perfect. I loved all of it, and I even have movies of it, like the Batman, like they meet Batman, Harm, Gloop, Trotters, and all of it. So what if um so what is what is your
1: most hated cartoon network? Oh show? I can't wait for this.
0: Oh, <laughs> I got you.
1: Um, definitely <laughs> We Bear Bears. What?
0: You hate why do you hate we bear bears? It's not so bad.
1: It's it's actually good. Uh no offense, but it makes me want to throw up a little bit.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: So what about you, Sean?
2: Well, I, I really don't have I'm not swayed positively or negatively toward any shows, but I will say this. Cartoon Network, a lot of the parts the older kids remember is of when Cartoon Network's shows were more based in a mix of action and comedy, but recently they've been shifting towards more more towards more heavy on comedy and action being there as crafted the in with the comedy. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the comedy has is designed to appeal to a younger audience than the people who grew up yeah. mm-hmm. with the, the original Cartoon Network. So the shift has caused a divide between the fans who enjoy the original series more than... Their current, more modern
0: ones. In my opinion, I don't personally have a specific hate to any of the shows. All shows have their good episodes and their bad episodes. Exactly. Even my personal favorite show has some good and bad episodes. I I can't specifically hate on show for one thing because they all were created by people, so I can't really say this. That's just how they portray the world. Now they see it. So I don't have a personal hate for a cartoon. M V L.
1: This has been a good podcast. I'm going to sign up, but one of my recommendations is definitely to get GTA 5 if you're allowed to play
2: it. As we come to a close, after having these lovely people talk with us, I can say, while we should be excited and hyped for new games such as Smash Bros., it's important to try to stay grounded and realize that no game yet has been the best game ever.
3: So this is Ryan signing out. My recommendation for a game or a show would probably be Suido or Fortnite because it's not too violent for older, older or younger kids.
0: Honestly, if you have your opinion on your old favorite show, go back and watch it and see what the best episodes were and what the worst episodes were and compare it to some of the newer stuff you see and find your true opinion on it. And be sure to look out for your favorite game you found from E3 to find which one was the best game ever in your opinion.
2: MVL, Million Volt League Podcast. MVL is brought to you by Dynamic Duo High Five and Cope Care Center. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Putnam County Savings Bank and Mayo Pack Rotary.